on the house for every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Y'all come on into my house right now. It's every Arizona homeowner's happy place. We're here to talk about your two favorite things, you and your house, your home, your castle, or your cabin. Rosie on the House is Arizona's number one homeowner resource and contractor referral in the entire state of Arizona. We've been doing this show for about 36 years, since 1988, and we're here for you, the Arizona homeowner. You can join the conversation, jump in, ask us any question about your house, home, castle, or cabin, and we'll put our 52 years of building and remodeling experience to work for you for free. one 767-4348. rosie for you Allow us the privilege to put our knowledge together to give you a couple tricks of the trade and tips, brand name recognition, tool recommendations, uh, technique recommendations, whatever it is you're trying to get done, chances are we've either tried it already uh, or know somebody who has and can help you get the job done. Are you stuck in the middle of a job and can't get it finished? Give us a call. Uh, are you trying to encourage someone in your house to get a project started? Call us. We can help you do that. Or if you're trying to finish a project and you're just not quite sure what the next step is, let us give us the privilege of trying to help you at one 767 For those of you that are regular listeners of the show, you know you can go to our website, rosieonthehouse.com, and subscribe to a weekly newsletter that comes through the internet machine to your email box every single Thursday. And it tells you what we're going to be talking about on Saturday's broadcast today. So on Thursday, you were all, all you subscribers were notified that we're going to be talking about the things unique to Arizona homes. And we're doing that with a team of Rosie certified remodelers. Let me introduce them. Miss Christine Cox. Welcome to Rosie on the House. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about Miss Christine and BC Renovations. Well, I'm co-owner of BC Renovations. It's a full-service remodeling company. I, my partner and I have worked together for about 21 years. We're a small business. Uh, full kitchen, bathrooms, full house remodels, additions, and exteriors. Um, I'm an interior designer and general contractor. And where do you like to work? Central Phoenix, East Valley. Okay. All right. And Mr. Jim. Good morning, Rosie. Good to be back. Uh, Jim Gilday, Regal Bath and Kitchens. Yeah. So uh, Regal Bath and Kitchens, um, mainly kitchens and bath remodeling, but to the full extent, new windows, painting, flooring, uh, baseboards, pretty much everything that goes with it. Um, mainly cover the Southeast Valley, but we'll go anywhere. Uh, big into Florence also, just in case people down there are looking for somebody well that that is big because uh we get calls all the time from those peripheral areas how do i get somebody out to my house so that that's that's key to know yeah one of the few that we like that area got guys that live down there so it works great and you've got a nice showroom south of uh is that falcon field or is that uh, is that mesa, mesa gateway airport okay. off of pecos road yep so yep beautiful showroom all right, Christine and Jim and Bruce. Bruce Stumbo. Good morning. Uh, <clears throat> Bruce Stumbo, Rosie, Rosie Wright Design Builder Model, which is the 
um, company. We're a design builder model company, so uh, full service. Um, I do a little bit of everything, but uh, cooperations, um, estimating, and still do some sales visits to folks. So, absolutely. And we had uh, earlier this week or late last week, we pulled a panel of this group together and decided to visit in our conference room about what's different about the Arizona home. For those of you that have moved in to the metro area or anywhere below the Mogollon Rim to the desert floor area of Arizona, chances are your house is different than where you came from, unless you came from Lordsburg, New Mexico. (laughs) So, Christine, I thought we would come up. Off the top of my head, I had five, six things in my head that I knew we'd talk about. I think I think we finished that meeting with about 14 or 15 mm-hmm. items. Yes, we did. What are some of the things that stand out to you? Now, you graduated Maryvale High School. You've been here your whole life, but you're out-of-town customers coming here. What are they surprised that's different? Drywall, drywall, drywall. <laughs> Where's the millwork? So lots of customers are saying, my windows look unfinished. Uh, there's no wainscoting. There's no crown molding. There's no coffered ceilings. We have lots of drywall, and when you think about it, we have drywall stairwells, drywall mantles, drywall entertainment centers, drywall plant shelves, drywall niches. <laughs> All the windows are drywall wrapped. There is just drywall everywhere. So a lot of homeowners are having us taking out drywall mantles and putting in a beautiful reclaimed one. Uh, the entertainment center is doing them with custom built-ins embellishing windows and windowsills, adding crown molding. So, yes, we're missing that beautiful custom millwork in Arizona. And in drywall in Arizona, I'm not even sure we didn't invent the orange peel splatter. (laughs) (laughs) Because even when you have drywall in other parts of the country, it's smooth. Smooth, Yes. But we we splatter it, we texture it, we skip trial it. (laughs) The, The next house I build for myself, I've got certain parameters, and one of them is no drywall. No drywall. No drywall. <laughs> None is no drywall, no structural wood. <laughs> well, steel is a way to go for sure. Man, oh, man. Jim, what were some of the things that surprised you in that conversation? Uh, coming from the East Coast, two things really different out here. No, yeah, Delaware is yeah. is about as East Coast yeah, as, as you can, can get. get. Yep, How yep. long have you been in Arizona? Uh, about 12 years now. Okay. Yeah, love it out here. Yeah. Um, cinder block exterior fence walls was something that we've never seen. Um <laughs> And no basements, uh, or very few, I should say, yes. but basements were really something popular on the East Coast. Well, the backyard walls are different from a lot of places in the rest mm-hmm. of the country, and and we mentioned that in the article, and someone wrote in and said, the smaller the bathing suit, the higher the walls. <laughs> <laughs> and and you just have to wonder, was it the, the prevalent swimming pools in the backyards that people wanted uh, the bathing suit privacy? What what started backyard walls in Arizona? Yeah, I don't know. You and I were talking about that yesterday, Rosie, kind of laughing about it. But it it does kind of make you wonder because, you know, I have family in the Midwest and and they have, you know, above ground pools in the backyard and stuff like that. And there's not a fence in sight, you know, which is you could I grew up here, so yeah, I'm yeah. used to this. You, you know. could step in one of those backyards and you could <laughs> see seven 
uh, above ground pools, yeah. just looking down the backyard. Yeah, it's, uh, not a not a fence it's in wild. sight. I always like uh, you know the story that that Jennifer's always said where she had the teacher, or the professor, or something who said that you know we were depending on the size of the lot that you know back then a lot of one acre lots, but uh, that most of Arizona were one acre isolationists and that I've always kind of chuckled at right. that, but there's some truth to that, I think. So it is, it is. And, and Jim, the other thing you mentioned was no basements and, and everyone always asks me, why don't y'all have basements here? I've asked that myself of you. Uh, what is the reason? <laughs> well, it, it, it really is frost line. I mean, people, people immediately assume it's hard dig, it's rock, it's caliche, but that's not it. The reason we don't do basements, generally speaking, is because our freeze line is three inches below grade. Hmm. <laughs> so we only have to put a footing, the bottom of footing, 18 inches deep. Yeah. In Delaware, in, in Duluth, Minnesota, you know, freeze line goes down 36, 42 inches. Yeah. You've got to be 18 inches below that for the bottom of your footing. So you're already digging seven feet deep. Might as well keep going, right? You might as well just go ahead and make a basement. Yeah, a few more feet's not a huge extra cost at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. whereas here we, you know, there's a lot of our footings. If it's a small addition, where somebody might dig it by hand. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it's it's no more than a little ditch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really. <laughs> Bruce, what were you? you know, you've been born and raised here, but all your family's back in Minnesota. And, and you were a building inspector for a long, a long, long time. So the clients that were coming in from out of town, what were the things that were surprising them that were different about the Arizona home? You know, I think one of the biggest ones uh, is where most of our electrical panels are. Being, your main electric panel being on the outside of the house blew people away. I mean, I would do... Um, like you said, I used to do inspections. I'd do an inspection and meet with someone and they'd be like, I was looking all over inside the house in the garage and the, you know, like, where's the panel? Like it's out on the front corner of the house and they'd just be just flabbergasted. You know, it, it was just, it was always, and I got used to it. I knew it was coming, but, and the other thing that we didn't talk about, but I'll bet you got emails on after the newsletter came out was our main water shutoffs just coming right up out of the ground straight into the side of the house like that that blew people away too because you know if you did that in the a lot of the east coast the midwest or something like that you'd you'd have a main water line break every winter so but it's just at least down here in central arizona that's it's not an issue for we us we couldn't so. turn our water off out at the street either without calling the city so in Delaware? Yeah, and I guess because it's, you know, three feet, four feet below, so unless you had a special key for it, which you didn't, they didn't sell them. So, yeah, <laughs> if you had a big problem, you had to call somebody in a hurry. Well, the good thing about having electric panels outside is if it is raining and you blow a circuit, you can always call your neighbor to come over and reset <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, hey, Bob, would you come over and open up my electrical panel for me? Uh, if you've got any question about your house, home, castle, or cabin, we've got a panel of remodeling contractors that probably represents close to 100 years of remodeling experience. We are unstumpable today. All you would have to do is join the conversation by dialing one 767 4348 and we'll do all we can to put all our experience to work for you, the Arizona homeowner. We did get several other emails since the newsletter has hit about things we forgot. But I want to continue going down the list of all the things that are different about the Arizona home from wherever you moved from. Things you need to know. Oh.
Welcome back, y'all, to Rosie on the House, where we're here this morning with a panel of Rosie certified remodelers to answer any question you might have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. Feel free to join the conversation by dialing 1 767 4348. My wife, sweet Jennifer, will pick the line up, get your name, where you're calling from, your question. We'll get you on air to answer your question as quick as we can. The great thing about that format is whatever question you have, we will address it for the benefit of everyone else that's listening. Don't let that cause you to be too self-conscious to call. Your question can benefit and help educate everybody else in Arizona. So in our ongoing conversation this morning with this, this, this board of remodelers, Bruce from Rosie Wright, Jim from Regal Bath and Kitchen, and Miss Christine from BC Renovations, we're all here together. We've talked a little bit about a few things that are different when you buy in Arizona, when you move to the desert floor of Arizona, what you're going to find is different about your home. Christine mentioned drywall, lots of drywall. Lots and lots of drywall. And then we then we mess it up with all this texture that we splatter all over everywhere, which is different. And then Jim mentioned the fact that no basements and all the block walls around the back patio. And Bruce talked about the electric panel being mounted outside. That That is a peculiar one. That's very different from most places, for that, sure. That's a peculiar one. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the other things that just the, you know, a great number of homes that were built in the in the desert floor area were done by World War II veterans that were stationed out here a little, a little bit in training. They decided wherever they were from, they liked this environment a little bit better. And um, they started building. And the number one assumption they made is it never rains <laughs> in Arizona. Bruce, as a home inspector, what, what kind of complications does that cause? I mean... Between improper, tons of bad flashing, no flashing, and, and when I, for people who maybe don't know that, you know, those are all the little details that keep water from getting it in around your windows and your doors and the edges on your roof and just that sort of stuff. Um, especially with the older homes, you know, there's just wasn't a lot of that. And it certainly existed on the East Coast and in the Midwest. I mean, it, it's not like it was an invention 20 years later. <laughs> the technology um, and the products were They were, were there. Here. Yeah. We just didn't need it them just, out here. The, <laughs> I, you know, we've, we've laughed over the years that, you know, I, I think there, too, were a decent amount of builders who came from other places here in the, you know, 50s and 40s, 50s, 60s. And, and like you kind of said, they just, bad ah, never rains in Arizona. And I've always told people... Yeah, it doesn't. That. It doesn't rain right up until it is, and we're <laughs> getting all of our rain for the year in three days. So, we've worked on houses in the years we've remodeled. We've worked on the houses literally. Uh, we use the term flat roofs a lot, right, Jim? Yes. We talk about flat roofs. Well, generally speaking, ninety-nine percent of them aren't flat. Correct. Yeah, they got to have a little bit of pitch just to get some of the water to run off. That's that's the smart flat roof. Correct. But there truly are flat roofs. And they don't put a parapet up around it. And the thought was, with no parapet, it, it can't puddle up there. It's got, it's, got, it's got to fall off sometime, somewhere, some direction. But, boy, those are uh, 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 my the, – the house I live in, built in the 60s by an auto mechanic, 
was a perfectly flat roof with a little two-foot overhang that went all the way around the outside. Hmm. How could you ever think to do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got a note this morning uh, from uh, Lee, and he says, Rosa, the other thing y'all didn't mention in your, in your letter is the amount of overhang. That, that mm. a lot of time we stop the overhang right at the outside wall, kind of the California Monterey style, you know. But very often we don't have we don't have any eave or overhang like you would have in other parts of the country, and we should have them here. Mm -hmm. yeah. One thing too, we don't have uh, gutters. Um, I've seen a lot of uh, like negative uh, fallback towards the house, or the pads don't slope away much. So something to really just keep an eye on that when we do get the monsoons and the heavy rain that. That water's going back towards your house, and, you know, it starts taking off the paint and the stucco on the finish. Oh, the lessons we learned yeah. in the 70s <laughs> with the subdivisions that were built in the 60s and the one-year, the 100-year floods we had in 74 and 76 and 78. <laughs> I mean, the site drainage on some of those subdivisions, we, we, we just created huge ponds. It was incredible. Lot, lots to learn in that regard mm -hmm. as well. Um, the, the other thing, Jim, you mentioned it in the conversation, is uh, what, what's, what's, all this, what's all this texture stuff on the outside of all these walls? What's this stucco? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, vinyl siding was the big one where we came from, or brick. Um, you know, we saw stucco, but I would assume out here the, the heat's just a little too much where the, the vinyl will buckle, especially if they're not experienced in installing it and leaving the nail slightly loose so it can expand. I think the vinyl just won't last in the, the heat. Plus, it fades a lot, too. So, And we got lots of cement and lots of sand. Yeah. And we, <laughs> we can make a lot of stucco right here in the Desert Floor, that's for sure. But stucco has a lot of its own dilemmas. And then again, it was in the late 70s where we decided we're going to quit laughing a house uh, in waterproof paper with chicken wire on it and quit putting three coats of cement-based plaster on the wall. Now we're just going to put an inch of foam up, some chicken wire, and we're going to put a one-coat acrylic uh, stucco on the wall. We had a lot to learn about waterproofing that system. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's called an EFA system, ex external insulation foam stucco. And, boy, we learned a lot in the 70s and the 80s about how to do that right and how to do that wrong. <laughs> we'll be back right after this break with our panel of remodelers here at Rosie on the House. And halfway through hour number two, our On the House Hour, we spend the hour talking about something on your home, castle, or cabin. And today it's about the unique things to Arizona as it relates to how our building techniques are different than other parts of the country. And we've got three of our certified partner remodeling contractors in studio with us. Miss Christine Cox, BC Renovations. If people wanted to get a hold of you, Christine, how would they do that? They can reach out to our office at 480-895-0239, and I will personally call you on Monday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, very good. That's good to know. Good, good. BC Renovations. Your business partner, Brad Christensen, and I go back uh, almost 40 years. Yeah. Uh, we've been together and known each other and worked side by side with each other for, for a long, long time. And then we've got Jim Gilday from Regal. 
Bath and Kitchen. Jim, if somebody wanted to get a hold of Regal, how would they do that? Either regalbathandkitchens.com or 480-435-5134. And y'all office and showroom? We do. Office and showroom, both uh, right by um, Mesa Gateway Airport, Pecos Road. Very good. And Mr. Bruce Dumbo. Yeah, if uh, folks wanted to get a hold of us, they could, of course, call us at 480-248-8699, or they could come visit our design studio uh, Monday through Friday. Um, always encourage people to give a call first and, and come by, or, uh, of course, rosywright.com. Okay, very good. All right, we're talking about the things that are unique to Arizona homes that may are, that are different from wherever you moved from. Christine, I thought the, the one you brought up I thought was really pretty funny. Well, it's a pretty common request we get from customers, the primary suite being open up to the master bathroom, the primary bathroom. It Build-wise, yeah, it's beautiful because the space is so open, but people don't want the bathroom opened up to the bedroom. <laughs> so very, very common request. Can we please put a door up something because I don't like that light and hearing the blow dryer at three o'clock in the morning when my partner's getting ready for work. So yeah, having that open concept in the primary bedroom, bathroom area is a big, people just don't like it. See, now that's not one I would have thought of, but it's so true. Yeah, I, I, was, I was at a home just this past week where we were looking at some back patio repairs that needed to be done. And I was dealing with the gentleman of the house, and I was just about ready to be finished and leave after I'd measured the patio and whatnot. And the woman of the house ran out and said, you can't leave till you look at our bathroom. And (laughs) and that's the first thing she wanted. You've got to put a door on this bathroom. They've been in the house 16 years. Yep. (laughs) We put a lot of barn doors up. Uh, You have to reframe the opening most of the time, but a hinge door, barn door, on occasion, a pocket door might work, but uh, they're le- more, not as common. But we do get a lot of requests for that. All right. What and, you, what you, what, I, who came up with that? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Maybe it was me because that's what my bedroom looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but I live alone, so I don't have to put a door up. Yeah. Our glass guy says he does uh, a lot of change outs to the shower. Either adding a film or you know changing out the glass so it's blurred because a lot of the glass is completely clear and that bothers a lot of people too. It gets it, it's high maintenance. If, if they don't want to squeegee it, right? Yeah. Every single time, exactly. Mm-hmm. That is that is unique. Uh, Jim, what else? How about uh, is our landscaping but, any different than uh, what y'all had in Delaware? Big time, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we were pretty much all grass out there. Uh, so rock yards out here were pretty different. Or fake grass is obviously huge. <laughs> but I will say the fake grass always looks good. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of a fan of that one. Drought or not. Correct. Right. You just blow some leaves off once in a while and it's back to good. It's yeah. really unique in Arizona. When we look at our water, which is such a big topic, uh, at each address, at each residence, at each home, in Arizona, 70% of the water we consume at our home, 70% on average, is used outside the home. Crazy. It isn't brushing your teeth. It isn't shaving. It isn't showering. It isn't the toilet. It's not the dishwasher. It's not the washing machine. 70% is for landscaping. It's a lot. It is. 
So we go into things like xeriscaping and uh, drought-resistant landscaping schemes, and that brings in the decomposed granite and the rock. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It sure does. Lots of it. A lot of pavers, uh, what, the poolscape decking around, uh, just the more to cover. What else? Oh, gosh. Um, For your family, I mean, it's lack of front porches. Yeah. Right? Yeah. um, We talked about the backyard walls mm -hmm. that that create that isolation of privacy. Everybody moves in the backyard and remains private. Yeah. How How many different neighborhoods across the country... People are out on the front porch. Yeah, yeah, you just don't see that much here. Um, and even the back porches are pitiful in a lot of cases. <laughs> well, <laughs> you ten feet, just yeah. enough to cover the door. It's yeah. like, come on. Well, and you look at there's a lot of the old like uh, nineteen, like late forties into the fifties. You know, the red brick houses and kind of some of the central Phoenix stuff that you know people are really that, that's really up and coming has been for a while. Um, they were never built with a. There was no patio cover on the back of those things they had a one foot overhang with no fascia board exposed rafter ends and that was the end of the house and you got people with south facing doors and it's like my goodness like you think with all the sun we'd want a little cover, seriously right? yeah. it's just you walk back in them in the summertime and you think how could somebody have not put a cover back here at some point but yeah that's a that no front porch is definitely uh you know when i've gone back and visited family like in minnesota for example uh, in a lot of those towns have quite a bit older houses than we do but i mean they all have these you know you walk up the steps to the front porch it spans the whole front of the house um and there's chairs there. People sit out there, and but and then you know they don't have any walls around their backyard either. So, <laughs> oh, the first time I drove Jennifer through Agritopia, uh, I, I didn't know I was going to be able to get her out of there. I, I thought she was going to close escrow right there over lunch on a house. Yeah, the, fortunately it was. It, fortunately, it was seven miles too far away from the grandchildren. <laughs> she she does. She does. We'd we'd be living there. Yeah, there 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 are a couple of developers out there who have gone that way in the last number of years um and it's really attractive it really is a, a they look great it's a sense of community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, it does a lot for neighborhood security having people out in the front in yard the front, yeah watching the people walk the dogs and walk those spouses and activity up and down the sidewalks helps a lot jim i got a question for you mm-hmm. how many foam roofs did you have in delaware None that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can remember when they invented this stuff, and it has to be in the late '70s, early '80s. And it was a uh, the company I was most familiar with at the time was called Young Builders, and he started spraying foam on roofs. Yeah, um, when I first moved out here and heard about foam roofing, uh, in my mind I'm picturing the stuff that comes out of boxes they pack around. You know, you don't even know what it is, right? And of course, then when I saw it, it's you know much more stiff product and serves the purpose but definitely different it, it's definitely different you know and it never did catch on south of the Gila river no no uh what, what we've kind of tucson's like the roof coating capital of the world but <laughs> they'll, they, they'll, they'll coat, coat everything <laughs> and they'll coat they'll uh coat uh foam too but yeah. they they'll, they'll coat they'll everything coat clay else tile, yeah. <laughs> yeah so um and they're good at it. Oh yeah. I mean they they really have perfected roof yeah. coating in Tucson. Oh we I mean we've we've had some, you know, quick like band-aid situations before you get into a full roof replacement or something on a on a remodel and uh 
you know, we've we've picked up coatings for all the way from down in Tucson because it's better than anything that we can go get at the store here. So yeah, it's they've got some great companies down there making some good products for that. But and in, in all your home inspections, is a flat roof something that you would necessarily aspire to at your house? You know, it's me personally, no, but just because I really don't want to have to think about my roof for at least 15 years after you have it redone. Um, foam can be a great system, and there can be a lot of advantages for older homes because it does provide insulating value. So you're, you know, you can bump that up just a little bit because most of our old homes are very poorly insulated. Um, but it is you need to think about it, and we, you know, I always used to tell people minimum once a year have somebody get up there and take a look. Um, if I had a foam roof house, I'd probably do it even more often. You know, our our woodpeckers, um, the, other than putting shiny things up there to scare them away, you can't do anything to deter much. Um, they like to dig into them for some reason. You'll get the, um, there's some different types of bees that'll get into them pretty common in the parapet walls. Um, so it it's a good system, but you do need to pay attention to it. We We've put millions of acres of foam roofs on homes that we've built and remodeled there are things i like about it Mm -hmm. i like that it's seamless yeah yeah it it does it sticks to just about anything (laughs) yeah it'll even stick to the neighbor's car parked across the street (laughs) (laughs) ask ask rosie how he knows that (laughs) no don't But it's seamless. It sticks to anything. You can contour it a little bit to get rid of the, you know, create crickets in the pockets and slope it to the scuppers and whatnot. But it is, it it will be a little bit more of a maintenance roof than a lot of people are used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you need to get it recoded every, depends on the coating you put on it, but general rule of thumb, probably every five years, roughly. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, if you spend a little more money on that, it'll... It'll go a little longer too, but um, yeah, a lot of advantages. It's just something that don't don't do it and forget about it for fifteen, you know, ten years. Even you'll you'll regret it at the time because you'll be scraping the whole thing off and doing it again. Christine, what do you do when somebody wants you to update an Arizona room? They've got a they've got a six foot patio sliding door going out to the what yeah. used to be the back <laughs> patio. You step down onto the concrete. They've thrown up some walls, windows, and they've got a little one-ton room air conditioner plugged in, and they say, make this room work for me. What? Okay, Miss Interior Designer, uh, wave your magic wand. <laughs> how, how, how do you fix an Arizona room? Well, if you want it to add value to the home... You need to take that glass slider door out. You need to infill that patio to get it at the same level as the rest of the house. Get the proper windows and walls in there. Pull a permit. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And make sure it's properly conditioned. It needs to look like it seamlessly flows from the family room, living room. Maybe you want to expand a dining room or maybe a bedroom. Whatever the expansion is, it has to look like it was always meant to be and not an afterthought. Okay, we're going to go on a quick break, and we'll be back with our panel of Rosie Certified Remodelers right after this. Our house is a very, very, very fine house With two cats in the yard Life used to be so hard Now everything is easy because of you Because of us. It's easy because of us. 
here at Rosie on the House, where we make everything about home maintenance, home repair, home remodeling, home care easy for you, the Arizona homeowners. We're here with a panel of Rosie certified remodeling contractors serving the greater Phoenix metro, metro area. We've got Jim Gilday of Regal Bath and Kitchen. Why, why did you choose Bath and Kitchen? Um, it's funny. I worked for somewhere else at one point, and that's what they did. And I just started. They to get twisted it. it. So, so well, and we had, everybody else's kitchen. You know, everybody else. Oh, kitchen I'm sorry. The name. Uh, yeah. Actually, somebody else way over in New Jersey actually had the name, so we wouldn't have been able to get a website. So it was literally nothing more than the kitchen and bath for our name for a website was already taken. So we flipped it. Yeah, yeah. There's the backstory right there. And y'all been here in town doing business for how long? Uh, going on 10 years now. That's awesome. And yep. you're operating out of Mesa Gateway Airport area. Area, correct. Yep, off Pecos Road. Um, about you have a, thousand, a showroom yeah, there. About 1,000 square feet with um, vignettes for tiled uh, shower displays, kitchen displays, bathroom vanities, and so forth. And if anybody wanted to get a hold of you, what kind of work do you like to do and where? Well, kitchens and bath related, of course, but um, like I say, we'll do flooring, painting. Uh, we do get into structural work, taking out walls and so forth and windows, um, but mainly Southeast Valley would be our biggest area. Okay. And then Miss Christine Cox with BC Renovations. Full service residential remodeling, uh, contractor designer team, uh, my co-owner, Co-owner Brad Christensen and I have been partners for 21 years, and uh, we're very involved with the projects from start to finish. So very small company, but uh, successful, and our showroom is all the beautiful homes that we've previously <laughs> done. <laughs> you've, got, you've got hundreds of showrooms yes, all over I the valley, do. don't you? Yes, and you can look at our website at uh, BC Renovations az.com we have a contact page on there also and again our office number was 480-895-0239 all right and mr bruce dumbo yeah rosie wright design build remodel um we've been uh so i guess this iteration would be officially 2013 but if we uh if we drag you into the mix, Rosie, I think we're going on uh, probably more years than you want to say out loud. So uh, you, you don't have to drag me into the mix. You're stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so if people want to get a hold of us, of course, give us a call, 480-248-8699. Um, you'll end up uh, – if you call today, you're going to get a call back probably on m Monday from okay. uh, Juliet. But uh, otherwise, you can also uh, check out our website at rosywright.com. Um, those are probably the two best ways. Or – Monday through Friday, swing by our uh, showroom. Uh, it's at 6949 East Shea Boulevard. It's uh, Suite 120. You you won't be able to miss the signs up there. So, I'm going to ask you all to do something very dangerous, and I'll take full blame for it, okay? <laughs> uh, Christine, what's the hardest city in town to pull a building permit? Right now, Phoenix. <laughs> okay. All right. Jim? Yeah, I'd go Phoenix also. Would you really? Bruce? Uh, I've got a little PTSD going on right now with, <laughs> with planning and zoning departments. But uh, unfortunately, right this very moment, I would say Scottsdale. Would you really? Yeah. Okay. But that's well, a very recent experience. Well, it certainly changed with COVID, mm -hmm. right? Yes. With now, <clears throat> when I was pulling permits, I figured out who the best person at each city was. So if it, my call came and it was the desk and it wasn't a – 
it wasn't the person I wanted. I just act like I'd take a phone call. Like, oh, hey, you go ahead. I got to take this first. <laughs> and I'd sit there and wait to get the person that knew what they were doing. And it, it was worth the time to, to do that revolution because you could get so much done if somebody just knows what they're doing. Mm. Yeah, the, one of the biggest challenges, I think, and I'm, I'm guessing everybody's experiences with, with COVID, basically they all shut down in-person yep. meetings, mm-hmm. um, which were so much better. Um, You'd send a set of plans in and you had no idea right, where, right. what black hole it and, went down. And there, some of them have opened some of it up, so it's not totally closed down, but there's a lot of them who still will not approve your permit in an in-person meeting. And, you know, the digital back and forth takes – it actually takes more time mm-hmm. than just sitting in front of someone for 30 minutes. You can answer their questions right then and there, and you might have to go back and, you know, get an engineer involved on something that got, you know, missed or something like that. But most of the time, you could sit down, answer any questions, and walk away with a permit for an addition, you know, in a in a 40-minute meeting. I, I do love the fact that a lot of cities, and this is new in the last 10 years, there are some permits you can literally just pull mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. And in, Scottsdale's in is ten, actually the in easiest. In 10 minutes, yeah. Scottsdale's, Scottsdale is the best at that. Okay. All right, folks, we appreciate you all tuning in this hour where we just finished covering the unique things about an Arizona home compared to your home, wherever it is you came from. You can listen to it again at rosiannouse.com.